For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Droid Entertainment. It is an independently produced show, and if you enjoy it, please subscribe. Feel free to write a review of the podcast on whatever platform you use to ingest podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Blueberry, Spotify, whatever it is. And if you've done all of these things and you still want to help, then go ahead and just send me some nudes. All right? Send me money, send me nudes, don't be a Jew, don't be a prude, send me money, send me nudes, don't be a Jew, don't be a prude. Yeah, I'm actually part Jewish. Now, enjoy today's episode. As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast, episode 192, a.k.a. 192. I appreciate you tuning in. I like you and I love you. There's a difference between the two, but I feel both toward you. Why? Because you're supporting me, and even if you're doing it unintentionally, even if you don't like me and you're listening because you hate me and you just want to see what I'm up to, which I, I can't imagine anyone would feel that way toward me, but I guess anything's possible. Even if, if, if you, even if that's you, I like you because you're, you're, you're getting my, my numbers boosted. So thank you, uh, whether you're trying to help me or not. Uh, and I love you because you know what? Love is the universal language of light and it is the end-all, be-all, highest level of boss status. So, do I love you out of... Do I love you selfishly? No, because that's not really what love is about. It's about others, right? Uh, so, with that said... <laughs> Alrighty then. Actually, self-love is, is, is uh, included in the equation of love. There's different types of love, which... I believe they've identified seven main types of love, um, and one of them is self-love. So uh, I love me, uh, and I like to. I'd like to give it up for me right now. I, I also I don't want to. I'd like to give it up for the squeaky chair that I'm sitting on because it's hoisting me up, and uh, it's really a it's really a terrible chair. I bought it at Target, and I'm too lazy to return it. It doesn't even twist and turn. But sometimes you don't realize what you have until you lose it. And I can say that if this thing broke down right now, I would, I would, I would really, I would miss when it worked, aka the way it's working right now. So 
you know, you got to be, you got to be grateful for what you have and not, you know, what you don't have. So even though I don't have a, a twisty stool right now because I'm cheap and lazy, more, it's actually laziness more than anything. Yeah, I'm cheap too. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Uh, just uh, that's what you call a panty puller upper right there. By announcing to the universe that you're cheap, suddenly panties uh, get dry and they are pulled up. Uh, and maybe they were already pulled up before that. You know, I wasn't implying that they were pulled down. I don't know if any. It would be actually kind of cool if there are women in the universe masturbating to my podcast and it's not even sexual. Just. If there are women out there masturbating to the sound of my voice right now without me even being sexual, I just want to say I like you and I love you. All right? <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what's going on in the world. What? Oh my gosh, this is exciting. What? I was wondering if you happen to know what is going on in the world. What is going on in the world? What is going on in the world? What is going on? What is going on? What is going on in the world? All right, and, and by the way, today's date, Tuesday, G- June 13th, 2023, it's 1.34 a.m., uh... Yeah, that's kind of where we are. It's been a couple of weeks since I've done a podcast. Someone actually brought it to my attention recently saying, hey, I want another freaking episode, Mike. When are you going to do this? So, you know what? I apologize for not keeping it regular like a nice healthy bowel movement induced by Metamucil or colon blow, uh, which I, I I apologize for being disgusting. I, I, I don't even know if colon blow – I think that's just what they called it in the movie Dumb and, Dumb and Dumber. I don't have any personal experience um, Metamucil, <laughs> my mom, I, sorry to put my mom on blast. I love you, mom. If you're listening, I hope you're not embarrassed, but my mom, uh, used Metamucil. I remember, uh, growing up at times and I would drink the Metamucil because I liked the taste of it. So, um, my mom has always had a bad habit of not drinking enough water. So mom, if you're listening to this, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, uh, and don't be embarrassed. I love you. The the takeaway is please remember to drink some water. If you could go right now, Mom, if you're listening, just drink a glass of water. I love you, and I like you. Uh, and I and I and I hope that you enjoy some nice fresh water from the fridge there in Wildwood, Missouri. Uh, and uh, my mom's the best. My mom is the best. And I kind of feel bad for mentioning the Metamucil thing, but I also think that. My mom is such a creature of love that she doesn't care if it helps me in any way. That's how unselfish and just a pure light angel she is. So, um, all right, let's uh, let's move on. So, what else is going on in the world? The NBA just finished the NBA Finals tonight. The uh, Denver Nuggets, which is a really weird name for a team, the Nuggets. Hey, let me get a uh, pack of chicken nuggets. Let me get a pack of Denver nuggets, if I may. Uh, just a weird name for a team, but whatever. Congratulations to Colorado. Uh, I'm mad because I'd like the revenue going to the state that I'm currently living living in, which is Florida. But uh, yeah, Miami um, did lose the Miami Heat, if you will. Uh, I don't know. 
if you saw, but last week, speaking of heat and fire, fire emoji, um, last week there was a, a big giant fucking fire from Canada that had smoke traveling all the way from Canada to New York City, making New York look like it was straight out of the movie The Book of Eli, right? It was eerie and weird and odd how New York goes through weird shit sometimes. Um, but definitely, um, smoky and eerie. Uh, a lot of us have seen the pictures. I don't think you need me to give you a slideshow of that, even though I made some funny pictures with the Apple Pro Plus or Apple Vision Pro, whatever, on my social media. You can look at my Twitter if you'd like to see me, um, making buffoon, uh, memes with it. And, uh, I think I put it on my Instagram story, which may have disappeared by now, so yeah, Twitter, I think, is the only remnant of uh, documentation where you can find some of this stuff. Or you could have me send it to you um, for $5. No, I'll do it for free because I like you and I love you. All right? And if you're interested in me, then you're interesting. Interested is interesting. And that's what I mo- I learned that from the movie Loser uh, with Jason Biggs and uh, Eugene Levy, actually. Uh, they did that movie together after American Pie. And, um, you know, I wonder if Dan Levy ever wanted to give head to Jason Biggs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dan Levy's Eugene Levy's gay son. Hashtag Pride Month. You know, I'm just hitting all the points here at once. It's uh, Pride Month. Shout out to the gays. Uh, you know, I love you. My brother is gay. I like you. I love you. And I guess that's my theme for today. Last time it was, um, uh, hey, maybe it's divine intervention. And today I think the theme is I like you and I love you. All right? So I like and I love the gays um, platonically, right? Actually, I like uh, but I like gay women sexually. So <laughs> my chair just laughed. Did you hear that? All right. Um Yeah, so talked about a lot there. Really hit a lot of points, and and all that's what's going on in the world. So good for me for just fucking seamlessly threading that needle. Um, Was there anything else I wanted to add about the New York... uh, Yeah, I was going to make a joke that, uh, uh, you know, the Denver Nuggets put out the the Miami Heat. You know, they, they turned that fire emoji into a into a non-fire emoji. And since I didn't see any smoke tonight, you know, maybe the Denver Nuggets should have gone up to Canada and put out those fires to save New York. Am I right? (laughs) So, yeah. um, Good for me for writing a fucking joke, huh? All right. Uh, Didn't write that joke. Eh, I did, actually. What am I talking about? All right. Speaking of air, right? Speaking of dirty fucking air, wearing pandemic masks again hope you hope you had at least one leftover new yorkers after the entire pandy uh hopefully you didn't turn all of them into fleshlights like i talk about in my stand-up comedy where you cut a hole in it so a woman can blow you or a a gay man if you're gay it's it's pride month (laughs) Uh, i hope my brother i hope if my brother is listening to this he finds it humorous rather than offensive because it's all intended to be humorous. Nothing is meant to harm anyone or hurt anyone. God loves everybody equally, whether you're, you know, 
a dude blowing another dude or you're a chick blowing a dude. We're all sinners if you believe in sin. So, you know, uh, you know, let's 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 talk about love. All right, let's move on. Uh, and, and if you're not religious, then you know what? I, I, I like you and I love you still. All right. And I'm I wouldn't even consider myself religious. They say don't talk about religion or politics, but let's let's jump in. Right. Oh, I talked about, you know, we were speaking of Air. I saw the movie Air, uh, the story of Michael Jordan's deal with Nike. I thought uh, Matthew, uh, Matt Damon did terrific as, you know, as he does. Uh, It was, it was, it was a great movie. It was a great story. We we know Jordan's story. Uh, Inspiring. Uh, And, and Matt Damon inspired me, you know. Um, You know, it's never about any one of us, right? Um... Uh, Michael Jordan uh, is 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 not just a product of of his hard work. He's a product of the hard work of. It starts with him, but then it reverberates out to the people that helped the Jordan brand happen, and his family, and you know, you know, and so forth. Michael Oldroyd, and the legend of Michael Oldroyd is much more than what I've done. Right? It's it's a team effort. It's a community, uh, and. Uh, you know, I give all glory to love, uh, and I've had, you know, I mean, if I'm going to get serious for a second, I could go on all day about the, 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 the meaningful people in my life who have helped me and helped me to this day. Uh, everything from coaches, family, friends, I mean, community, um, random strangers with good hearts that wanted to help because they saw a kid with passion who, who loved the game of football and, uh, you know, you know, people to this day that meet a guy like me, uh, and, and, and see that I'm, you know, doing what I love and pursuing comedy and taking risks and, you know, age 36, uh, you know, fucking still plowing, you know, and and trying to help me with, by, you know, following me on Instagram, which, you know, cause I, cause I, that's the best way to help me right now, not to not to give a, a shameless plug, but maybe you follow me on Instagram, you know, to help me out a little bit, huh? Huh? All right, but anyway, yeah, it's it's a product. We're all product of, of of of, of you know, much much more than just ourselves is what I'm trying to say. And Air Jordan, the movie, uh, helped encapsulate a little bit of that. The people that helped make him fly, if you will, right? Uh, his mom played a big role in the movie, obviously probably the biggest role in his life, uh, as my mom has played in mine in, in so many ways, right? Um, I don't think I give enough credit to my mom sometimes, like publicly on Facebook and stuff, just because it's like, it's like a default go-to truth that I feel like is, is it's almost like stating the obvious by, by you know, um, by, by saying it too much. And, and, you know, I show her, that I appreciate rather than, you know, blasting it to the world all the time. But I feel like I could probably blast it to the world a little bit more, um, just to reassure her that I'm acknowledging it publicly. Uh, my dad as well as, you know, you know, just, uh, just very thankful for them. So, um, what did I want to say? Uh, Stanley cup, Stanley freaking cup is still going on. And I opened up a document to, to see what the latest was. It looks like VGK, the golden Knights are leading three to one. So, um, the Florida Panthers, which I'm, 
I think it's funny that they named it the Florida Panthers rather than the Miami Panthers. Pretty sure it's a Miami team down there. Uh, but yet it goes by Florida, so I'll take it. You know, I'm rooting for them because, once again, let's get some, some more revenue in the state of Florida and maybe, you know, pay for some of these books that DeSantis is trying to eradicate from the education system, you fucking putts. No, I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't hate DeSantis, but I definitely think some of his policy, policies are, are basically ass-fuckings, you know. Uh, of of progress, um, you know, I I uh, I think um, you know uh, we have to know the truth of what happened and things like that. Uh, I don't believe in shaming white people. I don't believe in having white guilt or, or stuff like that. But I believe in education and and not you know withholding truths. I think this whole racial thing is so sad that that we're still like. Uh, there's a term. What is it? It's um, there's a term for what they talk about in school called uh, critical race theory. And if you can't define all in a room together what critical race theory is, then you shouldn't be debating what it is. So let's let's start there. Everyone who is going to talk about and debate what critical race theory is, first you have to be able to fucking define it. And if you can't do that, shut the fuck up. All right, sorry to get off my sorry to get on my soapbox, but I'm not sorry. Just shut the fuck up if you don't even know what it is. If you don't know what the itinerary and uh, what it's trying to teach or what it's not trying to teach or what it's withholding, then shut the fuck up because you can't have a discussion about something that you don't know what it is. All right, all right, thank you. All right, thank you very much. I'm gonna go jerk off now. I hope somebody found that arousing because it was it was. You know, kind of hot, kind of spicy, you know, kind of spicy like the, the fucking nuggets that the Denver, uh, the Denver team just, uh, you know, they, they, they took that Miami spice and put it on their nuggets and ate them for lunch. All right. I don't, they ate themselves for lunch. That doesn't make any sense. All right. Uh, Miami Heat did not eat the Denver nuggets. The, the, the Denver nuggets, um, put out the Miami Heat and, um, good for the state of Colorado, uh, progressive state, one of the first ones to pioneer the whole Mary Jane decriminalization and legalization and taxation. Let's tax the weed. All right. You know, following the footsteps of Amsterdam, you know, I, I talk about, uh, the Netherlands and Amsterdam a lot because they really are a pioneer in a lot of ways and, uh, a trailblazer. And, uh, I think that they're one of the coolest uh, countries in existence. Uh, shout out to my guy, Hieronymus. By the way, uh, there's a dude that I met when I was traveling Europe on that trip that, that was also very unique. His name was Darius, and he's from Lithuania. And he was sitting around in a man thong in the hostel um, and uh, telling us uh, very weird things. Uh, very... Uh, <laughs> Darius is the most homophobic person I've ever met, and I had to I had to actually call him out on it. So that actually is a genuine statement toward Pride Month. You hear me saying all these silly things and you know whatever, but I I I, I fight for uh, the respect of all humans uh, because all lives matter. No, don't don't fucking slap me now. 
No, but uh, when when gay people are 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 attacked or persecuted, fuck that shit. I stand up for it. And uh, when Darius, this <laughs> homophobic Lithuanian that <laughs> knows no better, out of the own ig- ignorance of of what he's been taught, uh, I had to I had to metaphorically slap him around a little bit uh, with my words to rectify um, how he feels t- towards gay people. So um, yeah. That's uh, that's what I wanted to say about that. Um, I guess going back to the Stanley Cup thing because I didn't quite finish. I guess the Golden Knights are ahead three to one, so it's not looking too good for the pants. The pants. Hey, anybody have an extra pair of pants I can wear? All righty then. Uh, other things going on in the world. Apparently, this this is actually kind of intriguing you know again going back to politics and religion there was a church service that was recently led by chat gbt and uh just wanted to say if a pastor or anyone leading a church service was so lazy like a college kid that you know that's how he gets out of writing papers was so lazy to use that uh, as the service itself Right, <clears throat> I think you you can you can look at it and dissect it and talk about it and maybe use it and then break it down from your human aspect. But if you're literally just copy and pasting that, that is taking the soul <laughs> directly out of uh, you know what, what I think is spirituality should be should be right. I mean, bro, do you you know what the heaven right? Uh, Again, I think uh, ChatGBT, AI, these things can be used as tools. I'm actually using AI in uh, the part-time sales job that I have, and it and it can it can be functionally useful, right? Um, if you use it as a add-on to, to to what you're doing to be aware of, you know, all kinds of things, objective, you know, data, like you know how much time you're spending on certain calls or. You know what's working. You know there there's certain analytics that you can get from from some of these tools that can be helpful. But to just copy and paste, and I don't know what, if that's what this pastor or preacher or whatever you want to reverend uh, did. But if he did, and he didn't comment on his actual thoughts on it, then bro, like yeah, uh, you just were <laughs> your spiritual calling was just outsourced by ChatGPT. So yeah, uh, don't do that. There was a lot of people that didn't appreciate. I, there was controversy around it. That's why it came up uh, as a as a headline uh, for me to discuss. Uh, so you know the way I'm talking about it right now, fucking you know, have some have some commentary on it. You know, uh, by the way, this entire podcast script was written by ChatGBT. So <laughs> I'm kidding, you fucking putts. All right. I don't know. I just called the entire audience a putz. It's um, you know you can't be a, a collective putz. I guess I guess you can be um, if you are trying to ban uh, the teaching of, of certain parts of our African American history. You can be a collective putz in that case. You know if you're trying to ban things like you know what Martin Luther King did and you know Harriet Tubman and. Uh, different pioneers. You're, you're a collective putz if you don't want that in your schools. So you're a collective putz if you're saying we don't want critical race theory at our taught at our schools, but you don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's move on. All right. Uh, 
let's let's talk high level politics uh, so we can alienate alienate all the Trump supporters. Uh, and by the way, in all in all honesty, I've said this once and I'll say it again. And I and I recently had a great discussion with someone who who who's who's a hardcore Trump supporter. Um, first thing I said was, you know what? I don't think anything different. When I found that we, you know, we I've been becoming friends with you know different people out here as I get more and more intertwined with Florida. And you know, I met a guy from Missouri, and he's a cool guy. He's a genuine, you know, uh, couple friends through his network, and. You know, the first thing I said, because I know he was a little nervous to, to finally hit the topic of politics, and I think that there's a good lesson to be learned here. And the truth was, I'm secure in what I believe, um, and and I'm not claiming to know everything. My, you know, I develop my stuff based on my life experiences, and everyone has life experiences. But the first thing I said when we realized that we're not on the same page politically is, bro... I literally said, and I meant it genuinely. I said, I, I, I don't think any differently of you, and I, I like you, you know, and you know, I, I think it's cool that we can feel comfortable enough sharing our perspective. And I'm glad that I don't, I don't think any different of you. And he, he was like, absolutely. He felt the same way. And I think that that's, I, I, I said, I, just because I don't agree with, you know. Um, Uh, how do I say, I, I want to say it respectfully uh, because I don't agree with um, um, with uh, D T Donald Trump's uh, style or, or 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 basically his life choices and who he is as a person. It doesn't mean that I think that Trump supporters are bad people or that they're you know I don't disparage them in any way. Now some of, some of supporters on on any side are fucking idiots. I'll be I'll be honest. I I, I love them. I don't like them. You know, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I do not like, uh, people that are racist. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I do not like people that have Nazi tattoos on their foreheads or anywhere for that matter. Um, I don't like white supremacists. Uh, do I love them? Uh, well, when you look at it holistically, the way Jesus loved, then I'd like to say that I'm, I, yeah, I, 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 you know, don't, I don't believe in like, uh, vengeance or revenge and things like that, but I do believe in putting an end to nonsense and bullshit. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I try to love everyone, but liking and endorsing or enabling or supporting, those are completely different things. So I'm sorry that I'm going down this rabbit hole guys. Uh, let's get out of it really quick now that I've said the things that I feel, and I, I hope I, I would think that most people would agree with me, but sadly they don't, you know. And that's just uh, that's the world we live in. That's the world we've kind of always lived in, I think. Uh, so hopefully, I can at least get one or two people. Long story short, there's some of the best people that I've ever known in my life completely disagree with me politically, and you know what? It doesn't mean I love them any less or even like them any less. Um, I can understand different perspectives based on how people were raised and their, their social network and what they've been exposed to and what they've seen and what they've experienced, uh, through travel or, or lack of travel. And, uh, I don't think someone's a bad person if they like Trump, you know, 
I think that there are some some people that make there are, there are not good people that that it's it's outside of you know the automatic w- which side you are politically you know so um so I think that that's what uh I wanted to say there is uh, reinforce the fact that uh we can come together and we should uh and we should continue to to unite uh uh as we come out of this really tough time that we've been having the last couple of years it seems like you know 2021 was better than 2020 and 2022 is better than 2021 and 2023 is so far better than 2022 so very thankful for that trending and i think what's going to continue to get us without getting too preachy uh it, you know continue down this like positive path is 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 being able to have more empathy and understanding toward each other and accepting different viewpoints and remembering that it's you know diversity is what makes america awesome it's one of the things that makes america awesome in addition to freedom uh and in my opinion the capitalist opportunity to to take risks and work hard and work smart and be rewarded for those uh, risky to taste known as capitalism, right? Um, so I like that. And what I don't like is the opposite where you can't work hard or, you know, form an individualistic type, you know, brand or not to use that word brand. That's kind of fucking outrageous, but an individual individualism is not something in China where it's a communist country. Now I don't hate China and I definitely am not racist against Chinese people. Uh, I've said this many times, but we do need to be concerned uh, with uh, China. They've been around uh, a lot longer than the U.S. And I think that uh, they're trying to use um, our weaknesses against us. And one of those weaknesses is American greed. And they're exploiting it through TikTok and our youth. And, um, you know, it's something that, uh, it's why I got off TikTok. I'm not going to enable that. I'm not going to give into that cog, be a cog in that machine. Uh, I feel like as soon as I got off TikTok, I felt better about everything. I, I, I feel like I was, I took the Horcrux off my neck, you know? Um, they are trying to, um, they're trying to establish some base in uh, Cuba right now so they can eavesdrop on more of what we have going on over here. Especially, there's an Air Force base down here in South Tampa where I live, very close to where I live, um, McDill Air Force Base, right? So a lot of um, a lot of our service members uh, are down here, and uh, you know China's trying to you know, eavesdrop and listen and spy and do all that shit. You know they're trying to establish more of a presence in the Caribbean now, uh, and I think there's an important lesson to this. It's one, being aware, two. Uh, not giving into fear, right? You don't want to be racist toward Chinese people because you're afraid of, you know, the Chinese government. Uh, just continue to be autonomous and and uh, kick ass doing what you do here in America. Your job, kick ass there. Kick ass if you're an entrepreneur. Kick ass, you know, help stimulate the economy in the in the small, uh, you know. Uh, contribution that each of us can make because uh, it all adds up. You know, remember JFK's statement. You know, don't always think about what your c- country can do for you. Think about what you can do for your country. How can how can each of us, you know, 
keep America strong? How can we keep America, um, you know, the, the, the world power, right? A lot of those things have to do with um, not being a lazy fuck and an ignorant, <laughs> you know, just, just fucking just going out and just believing anything you hear, right? Going down queuing on rabbit holes, right? Learn from that. If you, if you did that, you know, I, I'm not going to make you feel like shit. I, I know people that kind of fell in, you know, started, started believing some of that QAnon stuff and, uh, you know, just, you got to learn from those mistakes because, you know, giving in those conspiracy theories and sh- conspiracy theories and shit like that is, uh, not a good way to go. Uh, so let's keep on leveling up. Let's keep on kicking ass. Um, and, uh, and, and I like you and I love you. All right. Um, unless you're a Nazi, I I don't, I don't like you in in that case. All right. So I talked about China. Um, yeah, yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to give into fear and and create some self-fulfilling prophecy. You know what I mean? So just, uh, keep kicking ass, be a loving, kind human. All right. I feel like I'm preaching, preaching and I, I, I apologize, uh, even though it's important, it's important. I, I feel like this last podcast already feels funnier to me than this one. So let's kind of lighten it up. All right. Let's lighten it up. Uh, looking for, look, I'm actually really excited to finish this podcast so I can go jerk off. It's 2.02 a.m. right now. I don't even have anything to jerk off to at the moment. I, there's nothing that I'm specifically looking forward to, but I just feel like, it'll be fun. All right. Uh, let's see here. Autonomy talked about that. Be awesome. Yeah. Your defense is being awesome, right? Our defense is, is being awesome. So I talked to a guy who works, uh, I, I, I constantly meet people, you know, living so close to the air force base that work for the U S and you know, it was reassuring just to hear that throughout history, we're kind of having a cold war for lack of a better word right now with China. I saw something also about Taiwan. You know, I think there's something going on over in Taiwan right now where either we're evacuating people because we're expecting that China's going to attack them soon, or I'd have to I'd have to look at the details. But uh, there there's movement and and, and there's, there's activity over there. Um, there's a lot of flexing of muscles that China's doing right now. There's you know one of the ways that I seduce women is by sending flares and watching how they react. Um, cause it's like not as confrontational or, or scary for lack of a better word. And China is fucking, fl- they're doing the flare technique, seeing how we react to little flexes, you know, not direct stuff, but they'll just, they'll, they'll do shit that they shouldn't be as comfortable as they're doing. You know, they're showing, they're a little too comfortable, you know? The spy balloon thing, their reaction to it, fucking you know, gaslighting us when we shot it down, saying that we're overreacting. You don't, you don't talk to America that way. That that's that that shows they're a little loose with their their word. They're 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 flexing, right? They're flexing. They're they're sending up flares. They want to see what's going on. So I I don't like that. I don't trust it. Um, I don't appreciate it. And I think that we have to take a strong stance not by taking you know you know action but there needs to be consequences when little tiny slip-ups happen like slip-ups shouldn't happen you know sending a balloon over to us uh and their response to it no 
not you, you don't you you do not give an inch in ways like that. You 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 fucking rectify that, and you you know you, 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 there's there's no room for a little little like oh sorry's you know uh, do something and then ask for forgiveness later. We don't we don't we're, we're not gonna you know they can't be doing these little things and then asking for forgiveness and then we're like oh yeah it's okay there there's no there's no excuse for sending spy balloons over and shit like that so um you know just 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 know that uh when someone's comfortable they're 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 flexing like that so it, it's it's all intentional um and uh you know we just have to be aware of that so luckily we have the best defense in the world uh and uh not you know, not actually concerned. In fact, you know, the people that work that I talk to that work in the government are not concerned about it. So, um, so that's a good thing, right? Um, anyway, uh, other big news, you guys probably won't like this, but uh, I'm not even going to comment on it other than just state the fact, cause it is news that needs to be said. It's huge. Trump is being indicted and he's facing indictment in court in Miami soon. I think as soon as next Monday, he has dozens of federal charges that are being, um, you know, put up against him. And uh, it'll just be interesting to see what happens. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to. I I, I don't want to speak on things that I don't know. So I'd have to like talk about each charge in order to actually get into the nitty gritty. And I don't want to do that. So. All I can say is, thank goodness, am I right? No. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's thank goodness yet, you know, because the dude's a fucking wasp. He's a, uh, you know, there's certain animals in the animal kingdom that are retaliatory, uh, and, and Trump is one of them. So you don't want to, you know, you don't want to uh, ruffle up the hornet's nest, you know what I mean? Uh, it'll be interesting. It'll, it'll just be interesting to see how things unfold, how this affects his campaign, if at all, uh, you know, and um, it'll be interesting, you know, by the way, he, he, he I guess DeSantis, uh, he's, is he still bashing DeSantis? Suddenly, he used to like him suddenly, you know, just because he's running against him, he, he hates him and he's, you know, I think I've talked about that before, nothing new. All right, so that's really what's going on in the world. Um, and I think I'm going to call that the segment and we can move on to the next segment, which is what's going on in the comedy world. Excuse me. I don't mean to be rude and interrupt, but are you ready for the segment known as what is going on in the comedy world? Oh my gosh. Another beat? Yeah. Like, what is this? This is so exciting. Oh, I don't even know what is happening in the comedy world, so please, entertain me. Talk to me. Tell me. What the fuck is going on in the comedy world? Talk to me. Tell me. Talk to me, Michael. Entertain me. I'm listening. I'm ready for you to tell me. I want to learn. I want to know. Alright guys, so I don't have much going on to talk about at least uh, as far as what's going on in the comedy world. So yeah, I think we're going to skip this entire... Uh, actually, let's let's just type in one thing in Google really quick. I forgot to do any 
anything for this segment here, and I apologize. Let's just see. Is the Hollywood writer's strike still going on? Uh, the latest on the union strikes in Hollywood. This was posted six days ago, June 6th, which was D-Day, by the way, 1944, June 6th, 1944. I don't know if you guys um, uh, celebrated that or recognized it, but that was, uh, speaking of hating Nazi, er, hating is not the right word. Speaking of defeating Nazism or, or um uh, which, which you know, it still exists. But speaking of stopping Adolf Hitler uh, in the Nazi symbol, uh, June 6th is, is, is a really monumental day. That's the, it's basically the opening scene from Saving Private Ryan where they, we stormed Omaha Beach and the beach is in Normandy, France. I've been there with my mom. It was extremely moving. Uh, and that's where we entered the Eastern... Europe, the European front of the battle, right? We, we, we waited a long time to, 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 you know, become part of that war. Um, you know, obviously, um, Pearl Harbor happened on, uh, December 7th, 1941. Uh, it was 41 or 42, but, uh, we did not enter the European side of the, the battle until, uh, June 6th, 1944 on the, uh, in the early hours of the morning there. Uh, and then, you know, the, the Hitler's, uh, squad, which not all of them were Nazis. That's the thing that we have to remember is, uh, and I learned this in, um, when I went on the tour there, it's, it's, it's not, you know, Hitler had his loyal SS. That was his like military, you know, generals and, you know, in uniform that were bought in and all devout and fucking worshiped him. Like he was their God, um, and then, uh, which I heard they were all like doing hardcore drugs to like sustain that just crazy fucking, it's, it's insane. What, what they believed in is fucking, it's literally l- lunatic. You have to be a lunatic to, to follow that uh, because it, it doesn't even make sense. So, um, One thing that I learned that I thought, and I've talked about this in my podcast before, but what I thought was extremely interesting was that, um, you know, different territories were conquered as the Nazi army uh, took power and gained more power. So not everyone who was actually fighting for Hitler even believed in that cause or wanted to. Some of them had the, basically a choice, either die, you know, be shot in the head or, or fight for this army. So it was, it, was, it was an army that was ruled by fear. Big surprise. No, it's not a fucking surprise. He's evil. That's what evil does, right? It's a fucking army based on fear. So there's, sadly, there was, you know, people say in France that were, you know, you know, given that choice, either we're going to kill you or, you know, you know, you, you, you fight for us and you sit here behind these turrets and wait for um, the Americans and, and everyone to, 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 to basically mow them down. Uh, with the turret guns, but somehow we we had enough people, and uh, we stormed and we 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 won that day, and we slowly pushed them back, and eventually won the war. Um, thank God, right? That that gives me outstanding American pride. That is something where I know that America has a lot of work, and we we you know we we're not perfect in every way, but the idea of freedom, the idea of capitalism. 
you know, it's a responsibility for, for, for us to live up to it. But, but, but boy, do I feel some fucking pride when it comes to the fact that we liberated those, those concentration camps and that we ended Hitler's ass fucking session. And that's an understatement. Like, like that is pure evil. What he stood for and what he did. It's, 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 it's wrong in every way. So, um, yeah, that's what I'll say about it. June 6, 1944. So we got to remember that. Appreciate, uh, those who lost their lives and sat and made those sacrifices. Uh, ironically, you know, Memorial Day wasn't long ago and we ha- we have the 4th of July coming up. So, you know, just got to reflect, uh, and not forget some of those things. And, and it's, it's honestly extremely inspiring. Those are, those really are heroes. I'm not regurgitating some facts because someone else said it or everyone, you know, just pledges allegiance to the flag. So I'm just going to, to like, I truly in my soul am so thankful and so proud of the people who fought to stop Adolf. So, um, you know, they are, they are true heroes. They really are. And And it stands the test of time. You know, it was a long time ago, 1944 now, that's 50 years plus six, 56 plus 23, um, you know, 79 years ago. So, um, yeah, reflect on it. All right. So is the comedy, (laughs) is the Hollywood strike still going on? Uh, and there's a lot of, uh, Jewish people in Hollywood, by the way, um, but they do not control every single bank and run the world. Uh, um, there's a lot of ambitious Jewish people, um, and a lot of successful Jewish people. There, there's, there's, you know, a lot of hard work in, in that, in that culture that's, that's, um, you know, but it's, you know, this, this Kanye's fucking nonsense is, is outrageous. You know, like everything until he started, you know, getting into that, everything. I, I really liked Kanye until he, uh, until he went off on that. Then it's just like, cut the mic. You know what I mean? Like cut, all right, cut the mic. This, yeah, I don't mind if Kanye is crazy, but, but if you're going to be crazy, don't be a fucking racist. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh, is there anything else amid the ongoing writer strike in Hollywood? The guild, the guilds representing directors and act- actors have also been negotiating the future of their contracts and the future of the streaming business. So it looks like they are not done yet. Looks like it's still going on. Um, so I guess Saturday Night Live is probably done for the season. <laughs> they just cut it prematurely. I haven't seen any new episodes of Jimmy Fallon recently either. So I think it is. They're just playing reruns right now. I think they're still doing this. Um, I heard somewhere too, I was having a discussion with somebody. I was listening on NPR at one point where the Hollywood writers are nervous that their scripts are going to be outsourced to chat GPT and AI. And, you know, the producers are just going to have ChatGBT write movie scripts for them. And someone was saying that it was like like every writer's worst fear. It sounds like someone is writing <laughs> like this, like, ironic, like, it's like if this story script of, of life right here is the ultimate, like, irony for a writer, right? Uh, but now I, you know, we'll, we'll get through it, I think, you know. 
I think so. I, I believe so. Ugh. Anyway, sorry, I'm trying to pass gas. Um, so that's really what's going on in the comedy world, uh, as far as I know. Uh, what's going on in my comedy world, I can talk more about. Um, and that's what I'm going to do now. So let's talk about what's going on in my comedy world, and then we'll uh, finish up with what's going on in my world and call it a, an episode. Hello? Are we doing this again? I thought you just talked about what's going on in the comedy world. My comedy world. Sorry, I didn't know that what's going on in your comedy world is like more important. It's not. Oh, it's not? Oh, that's why you put a third? Okay, I apologize. Bukaki? Well, let's listen. Let's listen to what's going on in Michael's comedy world, you freaking narcissist. Okay. What is going on in Michael's comedy world? Michael's comedy world. Michael's comedy world. Alright, so what's going on in my comedy world? Uh, something something interesting happened recently. I, I actually reconnected with Theo Vaughn. Uh, I haven't talked about him much. Uh, first of all, I'm, so for those of you who don't know, I, I've known Theo for a, 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 probably over a decade now. Yeah, actually, we've known each other for like 15 years. Um, I met Theo in 2008... Uh, I think it was right after he had done Road Rules, so he kind of had a little bit of buzz, but he wasn't a big name yet, and he was just starting stand-up, and um, we got booked together. It was uh, one of the prizes I got for winning my first big comedy competition in uh, college in Missouri, in, in um, Columbia, Missouri. So anyway, uh, Theo and I became friends quickly. We were both you know, young dudes. He's, he's a little older than I am. But, you know, we both love women, right? So we're both young dudes who, who love women. And we became friends and, you know, <laughs> pretty much bonded over that, you know, which is natural. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember he came back to Missouri as he, a couple years later, he had a little bit bigger of a name then and, you know, asked uh, me to open for him. Or, or maybe I asked him if I could open for him and he said yes. But either way, I got to open firm for some shows and uh, when he started headlining at that time and I remember you know each time I saw him he had been getting more opportunities to grow which is the hardest part of comedy is getting opportunities meaningful opportunities where you can actually grow in front of a, of a live audience so um, he worked really hard if Theo has worked there's no doubt about that um, and I, I met him in uh, when I moved out to LA we Reconnected a few times. I'd see him out there. We'd catch up. I remember he introduced me to Nick Swartzen once, um, which was really cool. There's a picture of me uh, with Nick Swartzen, and um, it's a really cool pic. You know, it was cool. Theo's the one who took the picture. He asked Nick. He said, "Hey, Mike's one of my buddies. Could, you know, he'd love to get a picture with you." Nick was really cool. I met Nick a few times. Always nice. One of my favorite comedians. Um, so I appreciated that, you know, um, and, and Theo and I had a little bit of a, I never talk about this cause it's private information and I never want to, but I, I, I want to address it cause it was actually pretty cool. So Theo and I had a little bit of a falling out. I'm not going to get into the, the reasons why, but we recently, after all these years, it's been like five years since we've talked and we reconnected and we put it behind us and it's water under the bridge. There was something that happened. I won't go into it that I that I didn't like and I you know, I, I, I voiced my how I felt and 
we went five years without talking, but I recently reached out to him and just wanted to see how he's doing and say hi. You know, it was, a, it was actually a football player that I met who, who convinced me that it would be a good idea to, you know, to, to come at him with open arms and, and whatnot. And, and the response from Theo was actually way better than I anticipated. I don't even know if I, I didn't know if I'd even get a response you know, it's kind of like the 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 scene from <laughs> Home Alone when when the dad reconnects with his son. I mean, Theo and I aren't that close, but uh, but still, we did have a genuine friendship, right? Uh, you know, and um, anyway, he apologized, and I don't want to say why because I don't want to put his business out there. It's our business. I'm not gonna. But w- what I think is really cool is that he actually. Just recently, when, when, I, when I reached out to him, we caught up for a little bit, and uh, I didn't even know. He never commented on that previous thing, so I didn't know how he felt or whatever, and he sent me this long, genuine apology, uh, slash um, kind of a genuine uh, perspective on things, and, and, and it really helped how I see him, and um, and I really appreciate it. I thought it was big of him, you know? I thought it was big of him. And it was definitely appreciated, and uh, and it's great to be to kind of have any bullshit behind us. And you know, next time I see him, it would be great to see him. You know, it's that type of thing where we'll be able to pick up where we left off and just be great to see him. You know, even if we're just eating a hot dog or performing comedy get together. You know, the sky's the limit. So um, I'm just thankful for that, and I appreciate him for. Um, you know, for for for, for uh, his genuine uh, kind of come back to me on that. You know, so uh, I saw that he's coming in town. Uh, I think he's performing at one of the theaters here, Stress Center, maybe. Someone was just texting me the other day, asking if I was going to go see him perform when he comes out here. But uh, uh, th- you know, that's happening, and so is Nick Swartzen's. Nick Swartzen's going to be coming out here. I mentioned to you guys that I might be opening for Nick Swartzen. I haven't heard any updates on that, unfortunately. Um, the comedy club um, uh, is good to me, right? But some some of those decisions are, are, are kind of out of out of their hand. You know, there, there's a lot to it. I don't want to get into the to the details. Uh, but what I do appreciate is I do appreciate side splitters very much, and I appreciate them trying. And I also appreciate Nick Swartzen, and I appreciate Theo. You know, so um, when I was texting Theo. The other day he was uh, he was getting ready to go down to Austin, Texas, I guess, uh, which was a week ago or two weeks ago now when he went down there. So I checked out his Instagram. It looks like uh, he had a big show in a theater, and it looked like it was a really positive thing and, you know, big crowd and all that. So that was cool. Um, I might be getting into the cruise ship market. I have um, I've been talking to someone that... Uh, uh, might uh, be able to make some things happen on me doing some comedy in the cruise ship market. So that's that's an, uh, that's 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 something that's kind of like uh, in play right now. We'll see. We'll see. The jury's out on it, right? So we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what the verdict is on it. But uh, that's exciting, right? Um, for, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, and then I have actually in my last podcast I mentioned that I might be doing a trivia night coming up with a new hotel. And that is official. I had my first new trivia night started uh, last Thursday night at the 
Hotel Tampa Riverwalk, right? Hotel Tampa Riverwalk, which is downtown Tampa, right on the water. Uh, I, they made a little stage for me. I did it outside at the pool and the bar and for, for guests where, right next to where the water is. So I got to riff and have fun and speak into the ether and run a trivia night. And people had a great time. Apparently it was hilarious according to the feedback I got from a few people. So that was really cool. Met some new people, met some nice people. Um, and, uh, you know, made, made a new friend from it. Uh, some of my friends came out to, to support me. So it's, it's just, a, it was a good thing. I'm really, I'm excited. So Thursday nights, I, we started at seven. So I guess Thursday night starting at seven, I'll be out there running trivia night at the Tampa hotel river walk, downtown Tampa. Come on out, play. It's free to play. We have a good time. I, Mix it up with uh, good questions, and then we all have uh, a blast. So, um, what else? Uh, have I put any new content out there? Yes, I actually just uploaded. I had a scheduled post for what time was it? Uh, two two a.m. I had it. You know, I, sometimes I schedule releases on Instagram based on, you know, best time to, to post during the day for Instagram reels. And I just released one at 2am that was scheduled. So while I was recording, you know, uh, the scheduled, uh, Instagram post went out. So, you know, I'm continuing to get my content out there. And, uh, lately, not only am I putting content that's funny, but I'm also kind of mixing in relevant updates and content based on my my athleticism and my training that's currently happened so let's go ahead and move on to what's going on in my world we'll talk about that and we'll finish up the episode sound good good your world (laughs) what are you talking about that's like so weird and i don't know why my accent is changing over time who am i oh this is no what type of instrument is that Bukaki! That's fun. You're fun. We're fun. Michael, let's hear about you. Oh my gosh, how do you do? I am so excited to be here with you. Let us do this one last segment all for you. So yeah, I've been training as you guys may remember. Getting stronger each week. I'm on a regimen now. It's it's basically four key days plus a few variable days. So Monday and Thursday are the big days. Those are the super hard plunging, you know, legs, posterior chain, calves, running. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, I start, I go to the football field in the morning and I start with my running, running drills, all that stuff, uh, routes, you know, catching passes from quarterbacks. I've been connecting with people that are able to fulfill that need in my athletic journey at the moment, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, today was, well, it's Tuesday morning now, 2.26 a.m., but it means that just a couple hours ago was Monday, which uh, got up early, uh, worked out, uh, went to the fields, like I said, and then at night I went to the to the new gym where I have my gym membership at EOS, and I, uh, I did my legs and squats and all that. So, um, And I'm also, I've ordered a bunch of, there's this company called Factor. You know, they have these meal, meal prepared meal bulk things that you can buy. And, you know, we've all heard of different brands and stuff. But I'm, I, I'm currently going with a, a company called Factor. I should get a percentage. I should get a discount on my food for giving them a shout out. But uh, so far, I'm really liking it. 
uh, it helps me increase my calories, increase my protein, and decrease the amount of time that I spend preparing food. So uh, that's really crucial to me because uh, training is not the only thing I have going on in my life, right? Obviously, I'm an entertainer. You guys know that. I'm making podcasts. I'm a comedian. So, uh, you know, spending time cooking enough food that will give me the calories that I need and the nutrition and, you know, all that stuff is, is... Gotta like have someone making that shit for me, you know. I can't, I can't be doing that all myself. So, um, so I've been, I've been getting the, the workout. Uh, I've been getting the calories in, uh, the protein. Uh, been really, you know, looking at this whole thing objectively and under a microscope and kind of tweaking things. I, you know, got my body scanned for, you know, current state and everything and level of, uh, you know, body fat and all that stuff, pretty low body fat, not quite as low as it was when I was, uh, at the height of my athletic career in college, but it's definitely solid. My six pack is visible now, right? So my abdominus, my abdominus rectus is visible to the naked eye. Now you can see the abs. No, no. I mean, that's not really what matters when it comes to athleticism. It matters your capabilities, but it's nice to at least have some some abs, not quite on the level of like the dudes from the movie 300 yet, uh, but I'm getting you know more and more cut. So, um, so uh, what did I want to say? My 40 time still needs to come down, and until my 40 time comes down, I'm not going to be walking into the Bucks facility because uh, I don't want to waste my time or theirs. Uh, but I'm working on it, and I'm working on everything that one needs to do to be great at football, to be the best one can be, right? I'm training. I'm training for football. And uh, one of my coaches from high school reached out to me and let me know that there's an open showcase in St. Louis next month for the XFL. So I registered for it. Um, Big news. I registered, signed up, uh, submitted. And they still reserve the right. They, you know, pick and choose who they allow to actually, who they officially invite to come out. So right now I'm actually waiting just to see based on my submission, if they will uh, give me the invite to, to come out on July 7th, there will be a showcase in St. Louis for the XFL. They call it like an open, kind of open, I don't know, it's not an open tryout, but it's a showcase. So, you know, they, they're looking for talent, essentially. Um, and I think it's the XFL as a whole. It's not just the St. Louis Battlehawks, but... Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there will be coaches from either all the teams there or, uh, you know, representatives, you know, things like that, scouts, whatever. So, I am fucking doing it. Uh, You know, I didn't just make up bullshit and tell you guys I'm training to, you know, stick my thumb up my ass and sound interesting. I'm doing it. So, um, and I know that I have a lot to offer. I'm... I'm at the stage in my life where it's like Bruce Wayne from The Dark Knight Rises. If you may remember, Bruce Wayne was in retirement for seven years after The Dark Knight, right? After he, after uh, Rachel died, you know, the love of his life, and he was kind of a recluse, and, you know, he had a bad knee. You know, that's why when he met Catwoman in The Dark Knight Rises and she kicked his cane, he fell over, right? Bad knee, just fucking out of shape, just feeling sorry for himself and then you know a few things kind of you know relit the candles and uh you know he started souping back up you know sinking up souping up 
whatever word you want to use. And that's kind of where I am in my career. You know, I had a knee injury. I could definitely use that brace from that he that he used. You know, who knows how many millions of dollars that knee brace was. However, I'm I'm doing it the all natural way, and my knee is stronger than it's it's been um, since I heard it in college. So, um, everything's good. I'm getting faster. I'm getting stronger, getting more explosive every week. I'm adapting to the training. I'm meeting more people. I'm getting my, my, my routes in, making my catches, uh, growing, getting better, you know, filling in, you know, identifying the areas of weakness that need to be improved. And then, you know, focusing on those each week and getting better at them. Right. There's, Always room for improvement, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm probably, I'm better than, you know, the eighth grade version of myself, the freshman version in high school, sophomore, junior, senior. I'm, I would say that I'm even better at age 36. I was pretty good my senior year of high school. Junior year of high school, I broke the school record for most receiving yards in a game, and I feel like I'm better than I was then right now. Definitely mentally, but I'm. I was I was a little stronger I think. Well, I'm That's hard to say. I think if I was when I'm looking if there's like different versions of Michael Oldroyd in every year I'm competing against and I'm seeing where I stack up. I'm not quite where I was at my very best my junior year of college, but I'd say I'm I'm close to my capabilities as a sophomore. So as I was kind of rising up at that point, right? So the dark night is rising. Will I, what, you know, will I be able to, I'm nipping at my, the heels of my greatest self, you know, like in Mario Kart, when you can compete against the, the ghost version of your best race ever, I'm chasing me, you know, like in that, in that commercial where Michael Jordan is playing himself at different ages. I'm doing that right now. I'm competing against me and, um, you know, I'm getting better. I'm nipping at those heels. I'm nipping at the heels of the droid, you know? <laughs> And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really, uh, it's really fun. Honestly, I, I'm enjoying it a lot and, you know, meeting people that love the game of football and making new friends and continuing to, you know, obviously sustain, you know, my old friendships as well. Uh, you know, and, and thankful for the people who've reached out and tried to help me, you know, sending me stuff, Tyler Shea, Frank sending me, you know, articles on, you know, speed training and, uh, Trevor Glassman, you know, Coach Grimshaw, Coach Trevor Grimshaw. So, you know, just thankful f- for the people in my corner. I know there's a lot a lot more people in my corner than just that, but those are a couple of the names I, that are directly, like, involved and in, in, in there for me right now with this and uh, and others as well, you know. But uh, always thankful for that. You know, we talked about earlier when, you know, Michael Oldroyd is, is, is more than just the one individual. It's It's... It's all these people who, who've made me and helped me and, and, you know, and I try to give back too. you know, when I meet these guys at the football field and I see somebody with passion, I want to help them, you know, I want to help make them be the best that they can be and, you know, not put limits on them and, you know, you know, help them go as far as their dreams take them, you know, and, you know, you know, give them confidence in themselves and, and, and pump them up, you know, you know, it's, uh, not just about taking it's about giving right there's there's a give and a take and um and i'm thankful to be able to you know add some fuel to some other people's fires as well right so uh it's exciting stuff and then um i think i'll just uh, end by telling you guys uh 
Did I tell you guys that I met an Indian guy not long ago in, a, in an Uber and he got to know me, he was asking a bunch of questions and then he goes, and after he got to know me, he goes, time for you to settle down. Time for you to settle down. <laughs> the audacity, right? I guess it's not that much of a story other than that, but even if I told you guys before, some of you need to hear it again and then some of you didn't hear me tell it because this may be your first episode listening. And honestly, I can't remember if I told it before. Hopefully, I don't have CTE. If I play football again, you know, obviously, I'm putting myself at risk in different ways. But that's how much I love it. I'm fucking willing to... I'm like, uh, you know, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor in any given Sunday, you know. Um, so, that's kind of where we are, guys. Um, I feel like that's a good place to end. Uh, do a quick prayer, right? Just because I think uh, I, I enjoy doing that. Uh, dear God... Just wanted to thank you for being able to, well, for, for giving me the opportunity to be able to do this podcast and, and continuing to do it and put this out there. I hope it enriches uh, the lives of others in some way, shape, or form, even if it's something as simple as just entertaining them, giving them something to listen to. Um, maybe even inspires some people. You know, maybe it somehow lifts people. Uh, it can affect different people in different ways, and I and I and I do hope that it affects them positively only, Lord. Um, uh, that's what I want to be doing is putting enriching content out there. My, my mission statement, as you know, because you are my witness, right? That my mission statement is to bring infinite love and and laughter to the world, bring as much love and laughter to the world as I can. And, and that doesn't mean that I'm the center of it all. You know, if, if I'm just a, a phantom that's, you know, opening the lenses and turning on the lights of the love that you have, God, that you, that's already in the world through you. You know, if I'm nothing, nothing but a, you know, a light operator, like in, in, in your theater, right? You know, open up the lenses and just cat, you know, putting reflectors out there and mirrors for it, you know, whatever it is, whatever is needed. I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm doing my best to to, 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 you know, be a, be a, you know, be, be, be a, a navigator of light and a, in a, in a proponent of light. Right. And, uh, and love, you know, through, through my love of, of, of football, through my love of comedy and making people laugh, uh, my love of people, my, my family, my friends, my coaches, the people that give me so much meaning in my life that makes it, you know, it's just, you know, it's so apparent why I'm here when I'm around uh, certain people that, that, that really, really are, are good people and that, that care about me and I care about them just as much. Um, so, so that, you know, those are things, those are part of that love that I'm trying to put out there uh, and make it known and have it, have it be seen even if from afar. Right. Um, and then, uh, Bring in as much humor as I can, right? I, and, and it doesn't all have to be me. There's so many funny comedians out there. There's so many funny people. That's why I talk about my friend Paul. Last week, uh, you know, my buddy Paul, I was talking about how funny he is and how, how much laughter we have together. And so many of my friends that aren't comedians, yet they make me laugh harder than so many comedians out there. So, you know, I think it's important to, you know, give a shout out to the comedians who, who've, who've dedicated so much because it's so hard to pursue comedy it's literally probably the craziest thing anyone can do but but nothing is crazy god if it's done in the name of love because love is 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 
this is my opinion that you know it is truly the center of everything you are love <laughs> god so um that's a compliment to you <laughs> uh so wrapping up the prayer um i hope that you know my podcast and my my journey here and my path uh is is emitting light and that it's a positive force in the lives of others uh that you help me continue to to be that or, or shape me in the way that's needed in order to be that if i'm missing stuff you know help me help, help me grow out of any habits or bad you know ways of doing things that aren't helping others or or, or not serving them well um you know thank you for helping me you know repair my relationship with theo and you know i pray that that continues with anyone that's needed to that we you know where where uh there can be like catharsis um, happening in, in, in my relationship with anyone that I'm either forgetting about off the top of my head or, or maybe that I'm thinking of, you know, some people that, that I could use that with. So um, just uh, thank you for, for all the hope you give us and, um, and, and all the gifts and all the gifts that you give me in my journey. Is I, when I show up, I recognize that you have gifts, gifts there waiting for me. When I show up to the football field because my 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 heart takes me there because there's something inside of me that, that, that I'm tethered to my love for football. When I show up and I and I show up and I, and I don't know what's going to happen, but I but I go there because of how much I love the sport. You're there waiting with gifts, with with people that that come into my life that help me propel forward in that journey. And it's not just football. It's it's you know it's it's that leap of faith in, in, in following your heart. So Lord, if you know, not everyone loves football, and, and you know, a lot of people love to laugh. But even if they don't, just hopefully my example gives them courage to, to know that it's you know if if you if you follow your heart that you'll be there to, to help them, you know, catch them from any fall, and that um that doing that, that doing what you love and. and not choosing fear, um, it's always going to lead to the reward, right? So thank you, God. I feel like that's the, that's what I have to say for now. Um, in the name of all that is good and, uh, in the name of all that is love, I pray. Amen. Thank you guys. And I will have to consider settling down soon because an Indian guy told me to do so. Thank you guys. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny?